the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lady, the Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Former President Donald Trump at a Save America rally last night in Minden, Nevada. You're going to defeat your extreme left-wing senator, not respected at all in Washington, D.C., Catherine Cortez Masto hasn't done a thing on the border. Hasn't done a thing. You're going to send Joe Lombardo to the governor's mansion. And you're going to send Adam Laxall to the U.S. Senate. Audio courtesy of Newsmax. Meanwhile, a new poll finds if the elections for Congress were held today, 47% of likely voters would vote for the Republican candidate. Well, 43% would vote for the Democrat. 3% would vote for some other candidate. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host, Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flatline with Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hour number two of our pre-recorded edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is coming up next here on The Patriot. It's a fresh edition. Brad will be back in studio, and you can call in and argue with him next weekend. Glad to have you with us here on The Patriot. Your forecast calls for a low 44 tonight for Columbus Day sunshine and 70. Columbus Day. I always think of Michael Knowles' comments to a woke leftist college student who was haranguing him about Columbus. He said, you stand on the shoulders of giants and you think you're flying. Happy Columbus Day from everybody here at The Patriot. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And you can feel free to join the conversation at Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And also feel free to check us out on Facebook. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook and give us a like or a follow if you have not done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I tell you, I, uh, I get a lot of energy from these impressive Republican candidates that come on this broadcast. So we uh, last week... Had three very impressive candidates for Minnesota State Senate to come on, including an incumbent, friend of the show, Karen Housley. And now this week, uh, Ben Schwanke for House in House District 40A and Elliot Engen for House in House District 36A. Man, I'll tell you, uh, impressive impressive guys all around. And I'm uh, very uh, optimistic going in. Again, only need to flip four seats in the Minnesota House to take over the majority in that body. And obviously the Minnesota Senate, uh, you know, uh, that's... Uh, that's something that the Republicans had a scant majority in, 34 Republicans, 31 Democrats, and two independents. Well, the two independents, uh, Tom Bach, who is retiring, and David Tomasoni, who sadly uh, passed away of ALS, both were pretty much caucusing with the Republicans. In fact, Tom Bach endorsed the Republican candidate to succeed him. 
So that's going to carry a lot of weight in that district where Tom Bach had represented for many, many years. So that looks like it'll be a Republican pickup. I imagine David Tomasoni's district uh, will be as well. So the key is now to really hang on to all these other Republican seats in these difficult uh, districts, maybe pick up one or two, and that's in the Senate. So very optimistic. But the one thing I was talking about with Elliot last, Elliot Engen last hour, and I want to kind of continue on that theme this segment, is it is very obvious DFL candidates, whether it's at you know running for statewide office or legislative candidates, they're doing and saying things that kind of gives you the impression they don't have much in terms of substantive campaign rhetoric and therefore are just going with the chanting points. I mean, I, I was serious about that when we were talking with our guests last hour. Anytime I log on YouTube, and it's depending upon the area, like, you know, I, I mentioned Elliot, I, I work uh, in in the area where he's uh, campaigning, you know, 36A. I, I work just outside the district near White Bear Township. And so if I log on to a YouTube video in that area, you know, they just plug in the name of the candidate in there, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Elliot Engen or Donald Raleigh or Roger Chamberlain, any of the other prominent Republicans running in that general area, you know? And it's just like, so-and-so is extreme on abortion. Republicans will ban abortion. And, and they had a medical doctor, a, a, very, a, a, la, a very nice lady, medical doctor, who gets on there, says, if Republicans take over uh, control in St. Paul, they'll ban abortion. No, they won't. They can't. It's a constitutionally protected right. But yet, when you do things like this, when you assume that voters are naive or stupid, that tells me you don't have a lot of substance to your campaign. To specifically talk about the issues that Minnesotans care about. And we're seeing it. We're, I mean, these are uh, particularly Ben Schwanke's district running in 40A. I mean, Moundsview, Arden Hills, Shoreview, New Brighton, those aren't exactly ruby red areas anymore. They used to be maybe a decade ago. Even then, they were kind of purplish. But he's hearing from people in those particular areas what their issues are, their top issues. And that is public safety and the economy, pocketbook issues. And again, we we hear about it all the time. Parents, particularly middle-class parents, trying to make choices about you know, are we able to get all of the groceries we want, or do we have, or are we, you know, do we sacrifice that to ensure that we get every drop of gas we need in the gas tank? You know, I mean, and and people may say that that sounds hyperbolic, that that sounds dramatic when you say, you know, parents shouldn't have to make the choice between, you know, uh, school supplies for their kids or gas in the tank or groceries in the refrigerator in the cupboards on the table. People say, well, that's that's kind of hyperbole, you know, putting it that way. But that's legit. These candidates are hearing this at the door. They are. They're, they absolutely are. And, and, again, the Democrats are just trying to run out the clock. I mean, you're seeing it with uh, uh, Steve Simon. He's the current Secretary of State. He, he backed out of a uh, Almanac debate uh, Friday, yesterday, or um, this past Friday. Yeah, it was this past Friday. He was going to appear on the Almanac debate with his Republican opponent, Kim Crockett. And he backed out. So because he thinks he could run out the clock. And as a, re, you know, as a result, there uh, there are all these constant negative ads against Kim Crockett. Now, there there's some things that Kim has said that I uh, that I can't excuse. But the fact that she's asking questions about the last election, you know, you're you're automatically labeled an election denier. When no, she was asking questions. And yet Steve Simon is never told to answer or never forced to answer any questions about court orders that he's ignoring. Court orders to turn over information to probe some of these allegations. Won't turn it over. And yet he's ducking out of debates, feels like he can run out the clock. I tell you, every single statewide office, whether it's the governor's race, secretary of state, attorney general, state auditor, every single one of them 
the Republican is within the margin of error, or in the case of Jim Schultz in some polls, is leading. Jim Schultz leads Attorney General Keith Ellison. So is it any accident Keith Ellison is suddenly taking an interest in straw purchases of firearms? I mean, this is something that the Second Amendment movement has been hitting very hard for years, particularly the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Full disclosure, I'm a member, proud member of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Anytime there's a spree killing, particularly a mass shooting that gets national coverage, wall-to-wall coverage on all the major networks, what's the first thing politicians do? Literally, and I do mean literally, before the bodies are even cold. They start demagoguing laws, say we need to pass this particular law. And what their proposal is would do nothing, would have done nothing to stop the incident in which they're demagoguing. But it doesn't matter. And we on the Second Amendment movement saying, look, we agree that there are gun violence issues, but y'all are looking in the wrong areas. You're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're back of the wrong horse. What we need to do is look at how are how are. Uh, How are people who are legally not allowed to own guns, whether they're under 18 or they have a felony record, which precludes them from purchasing a firearm, but they get it anyways? How is that happening? Well, in a lot of cases, if they would bother to look, straw purchases, where someone who has a clean background can go in and purchase firearms and then sell them at a premium. You know, I I get this a lot from a, a... from a former coworker of mine, you know, we used to have discussions about this. Says, "Where's this? Where's this uh, bl- uh, black gun market that y'all are always talking about? You know, this underground uh, gun market." And it's like, well, hello, it's called a black market or underground for a reason. It's not something that's advertised. So you get someone that can be easily influenced. To go with a clean record, go in, purchase a gun, and then you know sell it to someone at a you know, at a profit at a premium because they're willing to pay top dollar for some of these guns. And Keith Ellison is suddenly going after Fleet Farm, accusing them of selling an inordinate amount of handguns to a straw purchaser. And they're trying to now suddenly tout their record on on crime and prosecutions, whereas Keith Ellison, how many straw purchases has he prosecuted? I can count on one hand and still have five fingers left over how many it's been, right? Why is he suddenly concerned about this issue now? When the Second Amendment movement, when threatened to have their guns taken away from them, says you're barking up the wrong tree here. Tim Walsh. Tim Walls won't debate on Almanac or on KSTP Channel 5. Won't debate Scott Jensen. Feels like he can run out the clock. And you know what? That's probably his best strategy. Because if he has to debate in front of a large audience, where a recent KSTP Survey USA poll indicates that, yeah, 85% say, yeah, debates are very important. We want to hear from both the candidates. If he has to go out there and debate in front of a large audience, all of a sudden, the memories from the draconian lockdowns and the draconian COVID mandates and the unrest and the standing down while the city of Minneapolis was burned for three straight evenings and being called out by media members, suddenly that comes back to the forefront. So in his mind, and he's right, it's all risk, no reward. So he figures maybe try to run out the clock. You know, kind of like that leaky Vikings defense with a three-point lead. Try to run out the clock, and hopefully you can hold your opponent from getting into the end zone winning the game. That's Walls' mentality here. You know, the old football coach. Did you know Tim Walls used to coach football? I don't know if he's mentioned that in the past five minutes. Yeah. He's got that mentality going on for him, just trying to run out the clock here. And now that the Feeding Our Future scandal has come to the forefront, it's very obvious his criticism of the judge making the decision has blown up in his face. Doesn't want that to come back on him. Suddenly it's where's Waldo? So, yeah, these are all things that are happening that a winning campaign, a campaign who thinks that they can win, is doing. Uh, just give me another minute here, Gabe. I just want to read this quick, and then we'll go to a quick break. Uh, this was 
sent out to first responders this past week. You remember the uh, there was a uh, uh, frontline workers pay, frontline worker bonus, about five hundred bucks that went to people who were on the front lines, particularly uh, pers- you know, emergency responders, hospital personnel, and whatnot. Uh, kind of thanking them for the work in the pandemic because they there was a heavy, heavy burden on those people. Well, when these checks went out, four hundred and eighty-seven bucks, which I think can probably get you a few gallons of gas, okay, in this day and age. Uh, Tim Walls sends out a letter with these payments. Dear so-and-so, thank you for the work you've done to help people in Minnesota stay healthy and safe through the COVID-19 pandemic. Your work is an important part of the fabric of our state and ensure that Minnesota was able to continue functioning during the pandemic. And then he puts in bold face. Now, I'm proud to say you will receive $487.45 as a thank you from the state of Minnesota. It's almost as if He's trying to give the impression that, hey, it's me over here, Daddy Big Bucks, kind of giving you a few extra dollars, kind of thanking you for what you're doing. Aren't I a great governor? Again, campaigns that have a strong substantive message don't feel the need to pull these tactics. It's almost he's getting he's giving the impression that he's the one that should have be given credit for these frontline worker bonuses. And he probably wants credit because he tried to – remember he was touting Wall's checks? I want to send everybody a Wall's check to to kind of battle out-of-control inflation, out-of-control gas prices. Okay? And that, obviously, he couldn't do that via executive fiat, and it never got through the legislature. But now that these frontline worker bonuses, he can kind of go under the guise of these are Wall's checks. He doesn't say that specifically, but the way this letter is worded kind of indicates that, hey, aren't I a great guy and don't Lieutenant Governor and I – Lieutenant Governor Flanagan and I deserve credit for this, and I'll just read the last uh, paragraph. We'll go to a break. The Lieutenant Governor and I are inspired by your work and are glad we can say thank you through this frontline worker payment program. We will continue to work with our partners in government to support workers like you across Minnesota for years to come. Okay? Thinking that he's got years to come, right? So... Very, very transparent what they're uh, trying to do here. Again, these are not actions of winning campaigns, campaigns that are confident that they can win, so they're just trying to do the run-out-the-clock strategy. Will it work? Time will tell. 651-289-4488 is the number to not call because I am pre-recording this show. Yeah, the jig is up. I'm pre-recording. But back in mere moments with Lee Brad Carlson, the closer. Go nowhere. In the garden, so enticing, should I take a Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Looking for an activity for your K-5 through grader that prepares them for life while combining learning and outdoor activity in a fun atmosphere with their friends? Northern Star Scouting prepares your child with life skills of leadership, community service, and a healthy outdoor mindset. School and neighborhood packs are beginning now. To find a group near you, go to joincubs.org. Preparing youth for more than you think. Northern Star Scouting. Get involved at joincubs.org. That's joincubs.org. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. 
Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. I don't mind. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson, The Closer. Thanks for tuning in. Again, if you want to be part of the conversation, check us out on Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And feel free to follow along on Facebook. If you haven't done so already, go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and uh, leave us a comment or question there on uh, any of our threads, different comment threads. You can also send us a direct message there. However you so desire, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, talking to local politics here most of the show, I do want to address uh, a big national story that takes place. Of course, uh, it's pretty much, I think, a fait accompli, and national Democrats are certainly signaling that the U.S. House is gone. The Republicans are going to take the majority uh, in the U.S. House. Again, they only needed to flip, I think, I don't know, about uh, six or seven seats or so. Uh, that's going to happen. How big the majority is, we'll, we'll see. But uh, the Republicans are going to take the majority in the House. I think there's been stories that even Senate Majority Leader Schumer has conceded that. And hence, they are going to um, really try to work to keep the majority in the Senate. I would have bet two months ago, I would have bet against the prospects of Republicans taking control of the U.S. Senate. Simply because, uh, I, in my opinion, they've kind of frittered away the opportunity by nominating all these Trumpkin candidates uh, in these very key Senate races. Whether it's Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania, who is uh, taking over for, who is now the Republican now that Pat Toomey's retiring. J.D. Vance in Ohio, who is the Republican candidate now that Rob Portman is retiring. Uh, Herschel Walker. In Georgia, trying to take uh, taking on incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock, uh, Don Baldock in New Hampshire, taking on incumbent Maggie Hassan, and uh, Blake Masters in Arizona, taking on incumbent Senator Mark Kelly. These were all very winnable seats, and in the case of Ohio and Pennsylvania, they would be holds. Which, of course, when it's a fifty-fifty split in the Senate, you need to keep all the Republican-held seats. I think J.D. Vance is okay in Ohio. Dr. Oz, we'll get to that one in a little bit, but that one's been very shaky, even though his uh, his opponent is a complete loon. Okay, and this isn't a, a, a commentary about John Fetterman's stroke, the aftermath of his stroke, not at all, okay? His policies alone are nuts. They just are. Look them up. I, I bring all this up to say that despite all of the Trumpkin candidates running as Republicans, in spite of that, it looked like the Republicans' fortunes were shifting in the Senate, where all of a sudden Herschel Walker was leading Senator Raphael Warnock in Georgia. Now, Warnock is a terrible candidate himself, okay? So it really didn't need, you didn't, really didn't need a superstar to oust him. But you get someone like Herschel Walker who, you know, God love him, but he he just doesn't really talk with a lot of substance on the issues. And I'm not interested in these whataboutism because, well, what about Ravio Warnock? Yeah, him too. That's why I think he should be defeated. I'm just telling you, I don't know that Herschel Walker is the guy. But for whatever reason, people are 
gravitating started gravitating toward Walker because he at least was talking about the issues people cared about, which is obviously the public safety and economic issues and uh, what our kids are being taught in schools. Now, he didn't talk with a lot of substance on those issues, but there were issues that people cared about nonetheless. Like it or not, in a, in a lot of areas, voters, they want to know how much their politician cares. And I know we're big on facts, don't care about your feelings. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, as Elliot Engen said very eloquently last hour, you can't talk past the concerns of voters just because it doesn't fit your narrative, regardless of what party you're with. Well, I bring all of this up to say that you knew this was coming, the October surprise against Herschel Walker. There have been banters. There have been, it's been bandied about, rumors about it. And here it is. This is from the DailyBeast.com. Herschel Walker, the football legend now running for Senate in Georgia, says he wants to completely ban abortion, liking it to murder and claiming there should be, quote, no exception, close quote, for rape, incest, or the life of the mother. But the Republican candidate has supported at least one exception. For himself, a woman who asked not to be identified out of privacy concerns told the Daily Beast after she and Walker conceived a child while they were dating in 2009, he urged her to get an abortion. The woman said she had the procedure and that Walker reimbursed her for it. She supported these claims with a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic, a get well card from Walker and a bank deposit receipt that included an image of a signed $700 personal check from Walker. The woman said there was a $125 difference because she ballparked the cost of an abortion after Googling the procedure and added on expenses such as travel and recovery costs. Additionally, the Daily Beast independently corroborated details of the woman's claims with a close friend she told at the time and who, according to the woman and the friend, took care of her in the days after the procedure. The woman said Walker, who was not married at the time, told her it would be more convenient to terminate the pregnancy, saying it was, quote, not the right time, close quote, for him to have a child. It was a feeling she shared, but what she didn't know was that Walker had an out-of-wedlock child with another woman earlier that same year. So this uh, prompted, and Herschel Walker gave a very visceral response saying this is, Flat out true, untrue, excuse me, flat out untrue, so much so that I am going to sue the Daily Beast. Whether he follows through on that lawsuit or not remains to be seen. He said he was going to file a lawsuit the next day. I don't know if he has or not. So is this a problem? Yeah, this is a problem. And But what I think a lot of people can't get past, and say what you want about Raphael Warnock, he's run some very effective attack ads against Walker. People always complain about mudslinging and personal attacks and politics. That's what it is. Like it or not, for better or for worse, that's what goes on. No one comes out of it smelling like a rose. No one. And Raphael Warnock has run some very devastating ads against Walker. Eric Erickson, political commentator, who I cite often on this show, he lives in Georgia. And so he's got his finger on the pulse in this race. And he talked about an attack ad that Warnock put forth where Herschel Walker's then-wife was talking about how he was violent towards her and even held a gun to her head in a dispute. Pretty devastating, right? Well, the context of that was she was on, I believe it was Nightline, an NBC, or ABC, excuse me, Nightline, appearing with Herschel Walker, her then-husband. And the whole reason of her telling that is they were wanting to bring awareness to mental illness, which Herschel Walker has been very upfront about what he's been dealing with during his life and how this caused a lot of the issues in his relationships. So within context, she was sharing that story to say, hey, this is what mental illness does. We're trying to bring this problem to the forefront. Herschel is seeking help for it. He's not exempt from it. He's not immune to it. And those of you who are going through it, hey, we understand. We want to help. But nevertheless, it was used in an attack ad and an effective one. Again, whether you like it or not. So I'm not 100% convinced that this sinks Walker. We'll see. Uh, I go back and forth on this. If the, vote, if the Republicans show up, 
you know, will it help him? Well, they there's a very important gubernatorial race. Brian Kemp's going to win re-election in a walk. Uh, Republican Governor Brian Kemp in his rematch against Stacey Abrams. Brian Kemp's going to win re-election. But what we saw in 2020 with Trump, Georgia voters did not like Trump. A lot of Georgia Republicans did not like Trump. And there was enough that didn't vote for him where he lost. And yes, Donald Trump did lose Georgia in 2020, despite what he says. He did lose, whereas other Republicans were successful because they don't like Trump. So what you saw were people leaving the presidential vote blank. They either some may have voted for Joe Biden, but a vast majority left the presidential vote blank, but yet voted for other Republicans. And you may see that here because definitely Brian Kemp, he's going to win handily, whereas the Senate race is a toss up. So that tells you people are either going to vote for Warnock or leave the Senate race blank altogether. Now, there is a third-party Libertarian candidate in there who's going to be a spoiler, and therefore it's going to cause the race to go to a runoff, and in all likelihood it'll be uh, Warnock and Walker going to a January runoff, unless Warnock gets 50% plus one, which now he might. In light of this, he might. But if enough voters leave that blank, it's going to go to a runoff. And it may come down that race decides the Senate majority. Because if all of a sudden you have a 50 Republicans, 49 Democrats after election night, then if Herschel Walker wins, boom, the Republicans have the Senate majority. If he loses, say if it goes to runoff, that is, boom, it's back to a 50-50 split with the tie-breaking vote being cast by Democrat Kamala Harris. Democrats keep the majority. So now... If Republicans hold all of their seats, Republican-held seats, they uh, have to have at least one flip. And that flip looks like it's now Nevada. Adam Laxalt's running a very solid campaign against Catherine uh, Cortez Mastro in Nevada. And it looks like Laxalt, the Republican, will flip that seat. So if the Republicans flip a seat, then if they hold all of their other currently held seats, boom, they have the majority. And then the Walker flip doesn't matter. If Warnock wins, it's still, that's, that's a hold. So now, all of a sudden, the tide turns to Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. And Cook Political Report, which for my money is the best in handicapping House and Senate races throughout the country. All right, it's, it's the best. Check them out, uh, cookpolitical.com. They have recently changed the Pennsylvania Senate race where Democrat and current Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman was leading Dr. Oz and leading pretty consistent, consistently and pretty handily because really the only thing you've seen from these two candidates is their spats on Twitter. You haven't seen any substance, and Fetterman won't debate. Again, another instance where it's all risk and no reward with Fetterman debating. Dr. Oz. And Dr. Oz has shocked the heck out of me after being very vapid and engaging in the nonsensical Twitter spats early on. Dr. Oz has been on message. And now Cook Politico has changed the rating in this race from leans Democrat to toss up. What a time to be alive. Dr. Mehmet Oz could be the link, the key to the Republicans getting a majority in the U.S. Senate. I will go so I will go so far as to say that if Dr. Oz wins in Pennsylvania, the Republicans get the majority because I don't think they lose any of their other Republican held seats and Adam Laxalt wins in Nevada defeating D- Democrat incumbent Catherine Cortez Mastro. All of a sudden the Walker seats irrelevant. Now I'd like to see Raphael Warnock go down to defeat. Okay. But suddenly you have a margin for error if Dr. Oz, you know, wins his race. Now, all of a sudden, the Georgia race isn't as vital to the Republicans majority prospect. So very interesting developments to to see. At the end of the day, uh, there are some Georgia Republicans. Is it going to be enough? Time will tell. But there are Georgia Republicans are saying, you know what? What Herschel Walker did is despicable. But I am more concerned about Raphael Warnock supporting taxpayer-funded abortions, no exceptions, at any time during the pregnancy. I am more concerned about Raphael Warnock 
using taxpayer funds, advocating for taxpayer funds for abortions than I am with Herschel Walker and what he's done in his personal life. Do enough Georgia voters believe that? Time will tell. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. When your house needs siding, roofing, or windows, you can sit through three long-winded sales calls, or you can schedule a short meeting with me and receive quotes from multiple contractors by email a few days later. Hi, I'm Ryan with my three quotes. I've had customers contact me recently saying, I've already received a couple bids. Is it too late to get in on your process? The answer is a huge no. It's not too late. In fact, if you already have bids, I can prove to you how great the prices are through my three quotes. I've recently worked with homeowners who received quotes from one of the biggest window companies in town, and they were floored by the prices. I was able to get quotes for them through another major brand with better warranties, better ratings, and best of all, save them thousands of dollars. If you want to make sure you're not paying too much, give me a call and I'll stop by for a short meeting. It's free and there's no obligation to buy. Set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through, American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation and discreet shipping if prescribed. Love your results or your money back. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Feel free to join the conversation. Again, check us out Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or give us a like or follow on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And again, like us or follow us there if you have yet to do so. Uh, one other thing, and I'll uh, I'll move on to other topics regarding the U.S. Senate. Uh, Blake Masters all of a sudden has pulled into a statistical dead heat with incumbent Arizona Senator Mark Kelly. They had a debate the other night, and Masters was terrific on border issues. You think they have uh, concerns about illegal immigration in the southern border in Arizona? Yeah, I think they do. Uh, so Blake Masters definitely making some hay in that race. Uh, we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, Mark Kelly, the only thing he's touting is the fact he was an astronaut and that he uh, supports abortion on demand. So will that sway Arizonans again? Time will tell. Uh, I do want to get to an interesting uh, story I found out uh, this past week. Uh, Mary Catherine Ham. I've been a longtime admirer of Mary Catherine Ham for well more than a decade now. Uh, she is a conservative commentator. She used to write for a lot of conservative publications, whether it was Town Hall or Hot Air, uh, the Federalist, she was a contributor there for a while. She was on Fox News as an on-air contributor quite often and then 
over the past few years, uh, I think starting around the 2016 presidential election, if I'm not mistaken, she went over to CNN and was the lone, sane, conservative voice on CNN. CNN has their token Republicans, but they're typically in the motif of like uh, Ana Ana Navarro and Rick Wilson, you know, Rick Wilson of uh, the Lincoln Project, which is a Republican group that is anti-Trump. But no, they're a Republican group that's anti-Republican, as it turns out. But Mary Catherine Hamm was actually a substantive conservative voice, had a had a razor wit about her. Uh, I've had I've always had a tremendous amount of admiration for her, particularly in the aftermath of losing her husband, Jake, to a terrible bike accident back in 2015. And then a few years later, she found love uh with a new guy, Steve, who she married uh, just as the pandemic took place in early in March of 2020. So um, if you want to call me a fanboy, I guess, you know, she might get creeped out by it, but, <laughs> but I have been a long time admirer of her. Well, she wrote a piece at Substack detailing a suspension that she was put under at CNN from her on air commentary that, she knew nothing about. She just wasn't on the air. And, you know, this was at this was kind of a contract thing at will employment, if you will, where, you know, whenever they wanted to have her on, they'd contact a representative and they'd set it up. So it wasn't like this was a full time gig for her, but it was a money making endeavor, a side hustle, if you will. So she wrote about this and it turns out uh, back in go back to January of twenty twenty two. She had a dust-up with fellow CNN reporter Andrew Kaczynski. And apparently, uh, they were talking about... Uh, it, well, it was on the... I know what it was. It was on the anniversary of January 6th. And she... And, of course, CNN is and MSNBC, they're going to give January 6th wall-to-wall coverage. So on the anniversary of January 6th, you know, today, the darkest day in our republic's history. Dun-dun! You know, the very ominous voiceover and music and whatever else... And she kind of said, you know, they're giving a heck of a lot more coverage to this. Not that they shouldn't give coverage to it. They should. But they seem to be giving a lot more emphasis to this than a member of Congress who was literally shot and almost died. She's talking about Steve Scalise, who back in the summer of 2017 was shot by a Bernie bro. A Bernie bro found out that a bunch of Republicans were practicing at a baseball field for the upcoming congressional baseball game and started opening fire on these Republicans. And Steve Scalise was almost killed. And they gave it 48 hours coverage and then moved on. Whereas with January 6th, 2020, it was every month on the 6th of the month. Today has been X number of months since the darkest day in our republic's history. And then, of course, the one-year anniversary, they were practically soiling themselves. And that's where Mary Catherine Hamm took issue. And this Andrew Kaczynski shot back at her. It's like, well, you were working with CNN at the time, and it looks like you were covering it. And she says, yeah, that's my point. We were covering it within the first 48 hours and then never gave it another coverage again, any coverage at all. Yeah, we're giving wall-to-wall coverage of January 6th, but then the network, CNN, our network, doesn't police itself. You know, the Chris Cuomo saga where he was helping his brother, Governor Andrew Cuomo, with his media inside knowledge and how to help with his PR issues. A blatant conflict of interest, which CNN basically gave him a second chance. And then, of course, there was the infamous Jeffrey Tubin incident. Jeffrey Tubin, who was working, who was the CNN's chief legal analyst, his full time gig was with The New Yorker. And during a Zoom call with his New Yorker colleagues, got caught, um, what's a good euphemism, interrogating his little witness, okay? That's a euphemism for pleasuring himself, in case you're wondering. And and he got fired from his job at New Yorker, but CNN suspended him. And Mary Catherine Hamm brought brought that up as well. It's like, you know what? We, we, We ought to give more time, you know, to... Our, what our own network is doing, okay? Because it, lay, it may, makes us look pretty biased if we select which stories to be outraged about and which stories that are huge, but we only give cursory coverage to. So I bring all this up to read from Mary Catherine Ham's Substack page, talking about 
you know, hey, I suppose some some might reasonably conclude that critiquing CNN's coverage in a factual and calm tweet or arguing with my colleague Kaczynski could have spurred some disciplinary action as it violates the rules against shooting inside the tent among colleagues. But it turns out that didn't do me in. Rather, I'm told, when it got to the comments about Jeffrey Tubin, everyone wanted a bit of a breather. Well, everyone but me who had no idea there was a breather in effect. I was never informed of my punishment until it was rescinded recently by new management. No one called me or my representation about it. There was no announcement of a suspension or notification of in-house disciplinary action, which I would have preferred, even welcomed, by comparison to serving a secret sentence. In case you're wondering, as I did, as I did, how my punishment for tweeting about Tubin compares to Tubin's suspension for his offense, I can tell you. He was off the air for eight months. I was off for seven. One month was the difference between punishment for work versus commenting on the inadvisability of, can I say that on the air? I probably can't. Uh, pleasuring himself at work. I apologize, folks. But this is Mary Catherine Ham's Substack page. That needs to be bleeped out, G-Money. We're recording this. so um, Yeah. On one hand, the people who made this call about me are gone from the network, so maybe I could let it lie. But on the other hand, many of my colleagues, no doubt, knew about my banning from air, but not the reasons behind it, therefore leaving the impression I must have done something tantamount to tubing. I did not. I was told it was Jeff Zucker, now gone, who put this order in place, and a deputy, also gone, who kept it there. I was also told I wasn't informed of the network's displeasure because I had just had a baby, and someone in the old leadership thought I might be a loose cannon. Not as loose as Tubin's, but I digress. Uh, you know, I was absolutely—I read this and I was absolutely incensed. Again, don't know Mary Catherine Ham personally, but I've always admired her work. But regardless of whether I like her work or agree with her, what her commentary or whatever else, this is absolutely abhorrent. I mean, look, it's pretty obvious why CNN was hesitant to tell Mary Catherine that she had been suspended. Because the rationale for it would have been left wanting. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're you're suspending her because she's calling out one of your colleagues who was pleasuring himself over a Zoom call and you're you invited back said colleague to your network? Uh, you know, and her calling that out, yeah, probably would have been a bad look because CNN knew that that was a rather dubious decision to bring back a guy who debased himself in such a manner. It's like, really? There aren't any other solid legal minds out there that you could bring in to be your chief legal analyst? It has to be this guy? What? What? What's it? What? What? What is it about him that you need this guy? You know, no one understood it. And for Mary Catherine Ham to question it, CNN says, "Okay, okay, we need to, you know, we need to give it a bit of a breather." But this might be a bad look. It's it'd be a bad look for the reason we're suspending her. So we'll just quietly keep her off the air. She's not a full time employee or anything, so it's not like we have to give a give rationale. We just won't ask her back. Kind of like me on this radio station. They can they can deactivate my key card all they want. I'm not an employee, okay, and I can't do a thing about it. And after this last commentary, they might do that, so I better be careful. So, <laughs> but anyways, um, this is this is amazing to me. Nothing like a self-proclaimed progressive network not sharing bad news with a woman out of fear she might display stereotypical female emotions. <gasps> well, you know, she might be going through that postpartum thing, so she might be a loose cannon. So we better not tell her. I mean, it's bad. The suspension. The rationale for the suspension, yeah, people might not buy. But if we tell Mary Catherine why she's being suspended or that she's even being suspended at all, she might get set off by it, and that would be a really bad look. Yeah, but bringing a guy who pleasured himself over a Zoom call back after eight months and continuing to give a guy a second chance because he helped his brother, the all-powerful governor of New York, navigate some negative PR waters, yeah, that's completely above board. 
So it's pretty obvious CNN needed to clean house. And Jeff Zucker, the guy who handed down the suspension, how ironic is this? He was the one who kept his lover uh, employed at the network and allegedly gave her employment opportunities over some other more qualified candidates because, well, she was obviously pretty close to him. Okay? And Megyn Kelly hit it right on the head about this issue, too. If a woman had done something similar to what Tubin had done, she would have been fired in a millisecond and no one would have thought twice about it. So Megyn Kelly's right. It's a good old boys club. As much as these high-handed progressives like to do their virtue signaling and call on CNN, they call pregnant women, they call women a uh, women, uh, person with a cervix, okay? As much as they'd like to do their progressive virtue signaling and be the uh, uh, paragons of virtue, uh, they act in a lot of the similar ways of the people that they criticized, specifically Harvey Weinstein. And that's another great point Mary Catherine brought up. You know what? She was brought on constantly to give a woman's perspective on some of the big-name perpetrators in the Me Too movement, you know, in the fallout from the Harvey Weinstein scandals and other big names that were brought to account, like Louis C.K. and uh, Matt Lauer and um, who was another one, Charlie Rose and CBS. Yeah, she was fine to talk about all those. How ironic is that? She was brought on to talk about those and even said, you know what? It kind of felt like I was kind of sacrificing some of my professional integrity talking about this disgusting stuff. But you dare bring up someone that is brought on by our network to be a legal expert. You dare talk about their Me Too moment. No, can't have that. Can't have that. What stunning, stunning hypocrisy. Um, I'll just say this. The old bosses at CNN certainly didn't deserve Mary Catherine Hamm. But here's hoping that the new brass uh, has earned earned her invaluable service. Might be a a reason to watch CNN again. Who's to say? Me, Brad Carlson, the closer, AM 1280, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, the Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, I'm Kendall. I was young, single, barely getting by and facing an unplanned pregnancy. How was I going to take care of a baby when I could barely take care of myself? I was faced with a decision, stop the pregnancy or bring a baby into my crazy circumstances. That's when my sister found Robbinsdale Women's Center. They welcomed me with no judgment and changed my perspective on being a mom. They gave me the hope and confidence I needed. At my 20-week ultrasound, I was shocked to see two heartbeats. I will be forever grateful for everyone at RWC. My twin boys, Sean and Christian, are my biggest blessings. Our goal at Robbinsdale Women's Center is to give accurate information on all pregnancy choices. All services are provided at no cost with no government funding. We rely on people like you who value women and their unborn babies. Since 1992, thousands of babies have been given the gift of life. Please donate today at rwcinfo.org. Thank you for helping our mom, RWC. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin City schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70 percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only 19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 
800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to commerce.com. Yeah, I've got to do a thank you and good night myself. I've rambled on so long, I've only got about a minute left in this segment. But, uh, hey, folks, me, Brad Carlson, AM 12 of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Just want to give you a, a quick cross-promo quick. We know meaningful conversation is important to you. That's why you listen to us each day. But we also think you'll enjoy our sister station, Freedom 1570. So tune in and you'll hear the right perspective on today's news and hot topics. Hear from respective hosts like Dana Lash, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro, and more. You can also check them out online at freedom1570.com, the perfect companion to the Patriot, and I hope you will do that. So, yeah, folks, uh, like I said, from now, every Sunday until Election Day, I'm going to plan on having local legislative candidates on the broadcast. Had a couple more phenomenal ones today, so my thanks to Ben Schwanke and Elliot Engen, House candidates coming on to talk about their candidacies. candidacies. We'll have more next week. Who will they be? Well, you're just going to have to check in. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. I've enjoyed it as always, folks. Godspeed, my friends. Skull Vikings. And have a blessed week. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish local business owner. Do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. We won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. AM 12. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.